All right, yeah, okay, we're rolling. You can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Episode. Uh, 252? Correct, correct. Yeah. <laughs> How was the week? Man, busy week for your boy. Um, Had a good week, though, overall. Uh, you know, got my golf in for the week. Thought it was going to get rained out. That was nice. Uh, me and uh, me and Kev Nash went to uh, an event on Friday that was pretty dope. Shout out to Moves Media. They got a new build, uh, new building for recording, podcasts, photos, kitchen, you know, <laughs> you name it. So they they had a, a weekend of events, and we stopped by, showed some love to them. Uh, had a gender reveal at Island Park Saturday. I had a DJ. Um, haven't been to Island Park since Black Tie, so that was kind of. That was kind of funny to kind of go back there and reminisce. Uh, I hopped the curb and I went around the don't go into the Island Park gate and to, mm-hmm. it was too far of a walk and uh, got my stuff loaded up, got it all set up. Park Ranger come look at my car. Next thing I know, two policemen pull up. So one of them get out looking at it, looking all in around the car. Other one straight to the back to the license plate. So I had to walk over there and they ran my ID and all that jazz, but Told me to move the car, basically. So, move the car. But great event Saturday. And then a uh, shout to uh, Greg Winkfield and his wife, Shantae. Um, I did a Winkfield wedding down in Franklin, Ohio yesterday. Um, super, super dope wedding. Those are fan- synchrony family. I think I've recognized the dude in the pic. He, uh, yeah. We work, work together. Yeah, he, he's a, uh, a Wright State uh, alum and uh, – a lot of people know him from the Rice Day days. He also went to Trotwood as well. Um, his older brother, two years older than me, and he's a couple years younger than me. So I just know I've known the families, a lot of the friends that I haven't seen that were freshmen when I was senior type of deal, or you know, however it went. But uh, saw a bunch of old Trotwood faces and uh, ran into some uh, some good some good people. But they had a great event, open bar. Um, so uh, shout to DJ Hooks. He was there. Um, Shots was coming my way, so today was a little rough. Just now waking up from my nap, so <laughs> but it was a bit busy week. Uh, the DJ season has started, so it's about to get going. Next week, I got another one. So. That was your first gender reveal you ever DJ? Um, I think so. I think it was. Um, so shout out to my coworker Ebony. Um, she's a a young mother getting ready to start her family and get everything popping. Um, her and her do help out. Uh, she works there. Uh, her dude helps us out on busy holidays, delivering and just doing what he can for us on the on the busy weeks. So we all know each other. We're all really good friends. Um, but I was tasked with the, I got the information on Tuesday. They didn't know. So I knew all week. And then I kind of uh, tackled it from the music standpoint. So um, during the reveal, it was kind of like, you're having a, and I will drop baby, baby, baby. Kind of was playing with them. So you're having a, <laughs> Baby, baby, baby. So I had a whole bunch of those type songs going. And then when I dropped the news, I dropped the instrumental of the camera. Oh, boy. So that was kind of dope. dope. They're having a boy. So they were super excited. But then we had the fake gag gift where the balloons went up pink first. And they all went, you know, crazy. Like, oh, shit, we having a girl. And then surprise. And then the real bombs went off. And, like, all the blue balloons came up. So it was super, super dope. Super, super nice event. And, uh. 
we all like close knit groups. So a lot of the edible family showed up. Her family, his family from out of town, South Carolina. Like people came in town, so it was a nice event. Man, they had a good food. The grills popping. I had the music going, cookout style. So it was it was nice. It was nice. You said this so, was the, the gender reveal, not the wedding you was talking about. Yeah, that's the Saturday gender reveal joint. Yeah, the, the Sunday wedding. Um, I've done weddings for 14 years. I've never cried so much at one wedding. This wedding was just touching me like no mm-hmm. other. Uh, like I, where where I was stationed at was literally right to the like right of the um, bridesmaids in like a little corner of the building. So I'm like kind of up there, and she turns around to say her two piece to her now stepdaughter. She crying, the nine year old, ten year old crying. I got three girls. I'm like, yeah, that's starting to get me. My eyes starting to sweat a little bit. So. Uh, that touched me. Uh, the the uh, the brother he sung a song to her. Uh, it was really nice. The best man cried during the toast. His mother is in a wheelchair, and uh, they had the, the groom mother dance was really touching. It was just one of those weddings where it was like the emotions was high, but uh, due to the open bar and the, the wine flowing pregame, mm. and then the and then the shots flowing at dinner. So. Uh, but everybody, everybody was in there losing their shit. All of a sudden, you would hear people snotting and and all that shit. So <laughs> it was a it, it was a great great wedding, and it, it went really well. Weather was called for rain all day, and the sun came out right when it was supposed to. So it, it just worked out perfect. You talked about gender reveals. So hold on, people having gender reveals, baby showers, two like that ain't so, all so, in one. So I just learned this literally today. I'm funny you asked that. Like, they got a little bit of gifts at the gender reveal. And then she came to work today, and all the girls is talking. I hear them talking. Like, yeah, at the baby shower, she was like, Killer, you probably can do the music. I'm like, well, wait a minute. It's another one? Mm-hmm. Like, that, was, that wasn't the thing? And they're like, that's just the gender reveal where you find out what gifts you want to, you know, what, what you're having. And then people start can start pinpointing what they want to get you. And then, you know, you have your a baby shower. I'm like, yo, that you just got sound real expensive. Yeah, they just got a month worth of diapers Saturday, so they got a great head start. So it sounded like it sounded like it's a one of those, I guess, people double dipping, getting getting the gender <laughs> reveal party popping, and then getting a you know five weeks out. Let me see what I can grab five weeks out. So hell yeah! <laughs> and if they smart, they got a registry, a Amazon joint where they getting all their essentials taken care of. They got a Target, they got an Amazon, they got a, you know, all that. So, definitely. Well, shit. Yeah, it was a busy week. I ain't did nothing. Uh, (laughs) Planning this reunion, we about a month out. And it's like, it was getting to a point to where, okay, we wasn't getting as many donations as we would like. Um, And for the things that we trying to do, it's like, yo, we're not going to have enough money. So, are we going to try to rearrange the idea you got some folks, it's like four of us planning it. You got one lady that's like hell bent on making it happen, making it work. And then I'm over here like, all right, we need to set deadlines where if we don't get enough money <clears throat> by this date, we still need to have enough time to transition to a plan B. Right. That was my idea. I thought that was a good idea, but the other person didn't, you know. She's just hell bent on. We can make this happen. Let's put all of our eggs in this basket. Man, I, I, I better I have a bake off, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was gonna nope. ask you about that because my my class reunion, 
got bumped because of the pandemic to this year. So my 20th is my 21st, right? They come out kind of late with the info when they're doing it and what they're doing. And they basically shot me out of the opportunity to go to my reunion due to the fact that they decided to do a package deal. So they're having like Friday the football game. That's kind of like whatever, meet and greet. Saturday doing like the little behind the date mall bowling. And then Sunday a picnic. But the Saturday and Sunday was priced together to like have a raise enough money to acquire the food and cover the bowl and all that jazz. Right. So, um, I DJ Friday and Saturday. I have weddings. So I can only go to Sunday. I try to buy the Sunday joint. They told me they I can't buy out like a la carte. I have to buy the whole package. I'm like, I'm not spending another another fifty to just, you know, donate to the cause. I'm like, I ain't gonna be there to enjoy it. So I'm like, fuck right. that. Mm-hmm. So now I gotta just show up and be, and, and be that one dude that don't pay and show up because I'm still gonna go. So I'm just gonna come <laughs> at like, you know, if, if the cookout is from two to seven, I'm gonna show up at five o'clock like, hey, uh, I'm stopping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy. But yeah, that's, it, I can't imagine playing that shit because you got, you know, the, the 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 our class was really close. I'm sure a lot of people other classes were close in their schools. But like, when you got ten years worth of life that's happened to people, or now twenty years worth of life that's happened, it's so hard to get people together. Like like you really want to, and you can envision like, man, this thing could be special if everybody just gave a little bit of effort. And it's like you got that batch of people that just always missing. So mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I can imagine planning that shit. So at this point, we, we like I said, we're putting all our eggs in one basket. And a lot of what we have to pay for and what is needed to make it successful is going to be based on how many pre-sale tickets we sell. So if we don't get a certain amount of tickets, so niggas is going to be ass out. So at this point, I, I said my grievance with the idea. I am all in on this, what we're doing now. But if it doesn't work out, hey, I'm going to hit them with the I told you so. I'm <laughs> I'm I'm petty like that. How many people on the committee? It's just four. It it started out with like six, but week by week, folks stopped coming to the meetings. Folks stopped responding to the chat. So we like, all right, fuck it. Let's just we got a good, strong, committed bunch right here. We don't need a whole bunch of folks. So mm-hmm. how our vote stronger than everybody else's? Um, to the class president. Nah, I don't think. <laughs> None of us that are planning it is was part of the senior. Like the I think, I, think I was, <laughs> I was on the senior cabinet, but I didn't have no high position or nothing like that. This is just mm-hmm. the people that have stepped up and said, "Yo, let's get it done." Ain't nobody else making it happen. Let's let's start planning it. So we just yeah. took, we just took took the reins on it. But it was more so she explained her reasoning behind why she thinks we should do it this way rather than have a date set. And I'm not about to go back and forth. If you truly believe we can make it happen, then let's just make it happen. So I definitely deferred. I'm not that this, I'm not about to raise my voice over this reunion. If you care (laughs) that much and you think you can make it happen, then let's do it. Right, right. Your wife helping out any? No. Not a <laughs> this is yeah, not her bag. All the same class, right? Mm-hmm. Not the high school together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We gonna <laughs> we gonna see how it works. Man, that, that was it though. Not not shit. Just doing that. Um, 
Oh, we, I mean, we got them pictures in, man. The pictures looking good. Yeah, pictures I haven't, so I haven't went through all of them yet. I still have to go through the whole folder because I be thinking like, I don't know, when I open it on my phone, I'll scroll down and then it, it'll stop and I'll mm-hmm. stop and then not realizing that if I let it, wait a second, it's going to load a whole other row of pictures. So I haven't uh, went through the whole stack, but uh, definitely like a lot of the pics I saw. We're going to have to uh, minimize that list we got into into a folder of a, uh, this is what we're rolling with, so uh, might be best if we all kind of do that, you know, put together some likes and then figure out yeah. what we're going to do. But yeah, I kind of already I, did that, and I was going to see, I don't know if y'all got somebody on deck to edit it and to turn it into the actual thing. You do? Uh, shit. That makes it easy. She me every night. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she do, so. She's she's already started a folder for me as well, and then she's kind of waiting for us to you know say hey turn this one into a logo, turn this one into a promo, turn this one into a you know whatever. So she's she's willing and ready to do that for us. So we just got to decide yeah. what we want to which ones we want to be which. So. Man, for me this week it's been hectic, man. Just like y'all, man, been working a ton. I just uh, recap today for y'all real quick, man. I had a super long day. I had a dentist appointment. Uh, at eight this morning, got my grill polished and everything like that, and then had an interview to tape with Justin for a college football writer that at nine o'clock. So in my head, I'm thinking like, all right, my dentist office is right by the station. I go get my teeth cleaned and everything like that. Run to the station, do this interview, do a couple random things around the station, dilly dally, and that'd be that. No, I was at the dentist office. That everything went smooth. The interview went smooth. I checked my email as soon as that interview was over at nine o'clock. I had like, I want to say like 15 emails and everything in on that email needed to be done today. Now, wow. I still had to do my show. I had uh, me and Kenner show at three. So I'm like, so I basically just taped today's show. I was like, well, I got to tape it because ain't no way that I'll be able to do all this shit and then be ready for a live show at three o'clock with Kenner. And then we had a remote also. Uh, Hooper had a remote out at the Montgomery County Fair, so I had to catch those breaks. So I'm ripping and running. Like, I ain't had a day like this where I'm just basically working from 9 to 6, nonstop, no lunch break in a Mm. minute. Nigga, Mm. I don't miss that shit. That shit was hectic and stressful, but got it done. Uh, Over the week, man, uh, wifey, she had a family reunion that she went to. Now, in a normal setting, that she goes, you know, to a family reunion or goes to a little girl's trip or whatever, you know, it's lit at the crib. You know what I'm saying? I'm sleeping in the middle of the bed. I'm eating pizza. I'm doing whatever the hell I want. Just a just a calf weekend. Man, I ain't do none of that shit. I ain't do none of that shit. I had to work. Just just was working, man. Mm-hmm. I, I would I would normally watch all the bad TV shows that I know she don't want to watch with me. Got none of that done. Sleeping in the middle of the bed. Nope. I ain't getting none of that shit. I ain't getting no just quality, just me doing me time. Work, 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 work. And When's killer vacation, bro, because you need some self-care, man. Where, vacation, where vacation is next week. Chirac okay. is next week. And then on the back of Chirac, <laughs> I got two days off after that. So I got two absolutely do-nothing days after we get back from vacation. So yeah, that, is, that is on deck. And That's an OG and, move right there, sir. Yeah, I got those PTO days just burning <laughs> a hole in my pocket. But Killer, we was talking about this on Friday. Guess who ain't called me back yet? Who? 
The dealership. Shut the hell up. Them niggas still got my motherfucking car, yo. Still. And you spoke about this was it wasn't even last episode. It was was it the episode before that where you kept going that's back? When it started. It's not when he told the story originally about the two or the two or three times back. Yeah, this yeah. is on this is on trip number four. They've had my car for an entire week. Come tomorrow at eight thirty in the morning. And no and they, loaner, no. That, I was gonna say they give you a rental. Nigga, nothing. Nigga, nothing. I'm gonna raise all hell tomorrow. I'm calling tomorrow. And I'm gonna get you like dude. you ain't got good credit, Candy. Yeah, I'm balling, nigga. I'm at <laughs> out here, nigga. What the fuck, nigga? I'm a, my shit is lit. So yeah, that that's some major bullshit. But uh, Friday was dope. Friday night was dope, man. Like, uh, shots out to Killer. He came to pick me up because I was, you know, wheelless. <laughs> <laughs> Felt like a loser. I ain't had no wheels. I was like, man, I ain't got no wheel. I ain't got no banger. I could I sit in the house. But shots <laughs> out to Killer. He came to pick me up. Uh, and shouts out to Moves Media, man. Uh, even though they shop is way the fuck out of where we stay at, but it's dope. <laughs> <laughs> right. That shit was a drive. What I saw in Centerville? Yeah. yeah. The other side. Yeah. The, the other side. side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> way, way out. But it's dope, man. Shouts out to all the artists that was out there. You know, we saw them perform. Uh, met some people that I ain't never met. Uh, seen yeah. DJ Tay. Ain't seen Tay in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was dope out there, man. Killer, what was your favorite part about Friday night, though? Um, I always like the, the the interaction with the people. You know, like it's always dope to see people that's you know just love music like yourself and, and don't really care what kind of music is going on. They kind of there for it. The energy kind of like you know just I like that whole. I'm not. I haven't really got a chance to really be around a bunch of artists that's just kind of like, hey, listen to my shit. Tell me what you think. We got a room full of people that's just rocking out and doing their thing. Like that was just dope to see in the city that kind of camaraderie. Um, definitely the uh, I got approached by a guy that I went to high school with. He got a podcast that he's been doing. He he know I went to the military. He know I DJ. He know I've done things, and he kind of wants to hear my story. Another guy approached me doing a documentary on black veterans. Wow. Um, he, he know that he he knew that I was a vet and uh, wanted me to be, be a part of that. So just those type of things, like I, those that's how I envision my DJing interactions to be with people. But a lot of times it's through internet and and messages and and meeting in the house. So just to get out, I, I'm glad we forced each other to get out the house <laughs> on Friday, right? Because uh, I definitely needed to just to just to be around that again, seeing people having a good time. It's just it was dope. It was dope to be a part of that. Yeah, y'all man, ain't, ain't had no masks on, bro. I think I saw a little clip floating around with Kev, no mask. What happened? And, and we was in a room full of people. I thought about that, Kev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I was like, room. is that that nigga Kev? He ain't got yeah, nothing my, on his... My anxiety was high. My anxiety was high. <laughs> I felt way more comfortable being outside with the weed smokers, even though I don't smoke. <laughs> that My anxiety was on, on level 10, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that was why I said to you, how long are we staying? Because I started to be like, yo, we, now we got a whole new batch of niggas in here that done rotated in. I'm like, okay, now nah, I, I need some air now. <laughs> <laughs> it was sticking there. Yeah, yeah it, it got was, it got guess, that yeah. way. <laughs> it was a studio meant for like three, four people when it had maybe like 15. So, you know, it was kind of tight in there with people just watching each other's videos and niggas kind of doing like a 
rap city in the basement type of vibe where they was just spit on the mic doing their bars the people in the background just kind of there vibing so it was it was it was that vibe but then like it was quadruple the people there so like you know people in the hallways mingling it's it's a business that's not really designed to have that kind of flow of people so it was it it was a little tight in certain spots hallways got tight so people hitting the outside hitting the different rooms but yeah yeah (laughs) young young outside But Dizzle, man, you were supposed to come with us. I didn't know that you didn't get off until 10 o'clock, yo. Yeah, uh, Tuesday through Friday, I worked 1 to 10, and it, end up being, it ends up being like 10.30, because I got to wait till the last person gets off the phone to man, be able to... White. Yeah, to be able to actually turn my computer off. And then on the weekend, I'm usually off around 6.30. So uh, Saturdays, I'm, I'm off for the turn up. Sunday and Monday, I'm off. But yeah, Friday just wasn't good for me. And I'd be tired as hell, man. I, I get off at 1030. I'm old. I got I got old <laughs> this past year. Since quarantine, man, being in the house has I don't know, man. No, Getting out of the house is a it's an effort. <laughs> yes, yes. And I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, I'm not gonna lie, man. I was hoping Killer had something come up with the girls. I was like <laughs> in my head, like, yo, I gotta work tomorrow morning, and and then I had a remote that next day too. So I was active all Saturday as well. So in my head, I'm like, all right, hopefully Killer like something pop up. He say he can't go, so I can have that <laughs> one one chill evening to myself. But Killer was like, on the way. Why you think, but why do you think I was 25 minutes late on saying on the way? I was waiting for you to be like, you know, was kind of uh, y'all playing chicken. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I sat in my drawers on the edge of the bed for the last second. Like, I guess he ain't going to call me and say nothing. I got to get ready now. I was thinking the and same then, shit. Like, I didn't take a shower until the last minute. Like, the very last minute. Like, oh. He said he on his way. I guess I should be clean. <laughs> so when I go to this shit, we jump my lazy ass in the shower. And I just was like, "What? I don't even wear clothes. Give me them fucking joggers I wore last week. This will be straight. Ain't nobody seen me the, in this shit." This <laughs> was the first weekend I pulled out my ironing board and ironed since the pandemic, bro. I'm talking like I was ironing up a button up and ironing t-shirts and shit. Like, yo, I ain't did this shit in forever, ever. So, yeah, I got off at ten. I get off at ten thirty. I'm on the couch. I'm in the bed under the covers. It's a wrap for your boy, <laughs> man. But yeah, like you said, man. I'm glad we both went out there. We forced ourselves to go out there. It was a good time. Show some love to the young homies in the city. So uh, where y'all want to go with this, man? We want to talk some NBA finals. What's up? Because it, things have changed. Things have changed. Yeah. The sun was up uh, too up. Definitely shouts to House of Highlights because I watched Game Three in seven minutes, so I'm ready. <laughs> well, that's right, you was working. <laughs> yeah, I had to. I had to work yesterday, so I had to watch House of Highlights this morning and, and, and get the vibe of what the game was like. And it looked like Drew Holiday showed up a little bit. He got yeah. some buckets. It looked like uh, Aiden got in some foul trouble. He wasn't. He wasn't around in the highlights as I'm looking for him. Like where Aiden at? It just looked like they was. They got back Milwaukee, got back to what they do. And uh that's uh buckets within ten feet of the rim. So they had a lot of lot of lot of short buckets. Middleton was hitting. It was just like it looked like they was playing. And now I'm a little concerned about my pick. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, I'm a little concerned <laughs> either, man. It's like we talked about 
when we was out there at Moves Media, like, you know, those injuries for the Suns are starting to rack up. You know what I mean? With Sarge is mm-hmm. out. Uh, you know, now you got my boy Frank the Tank out there trying to guard Giannis. That ain't no good. And like people you take say, advantage of that, that, yeah. that, that like 10 to 12 in a row that players got, you know, and they think, oh, we, we can sub those players out all day long. Like, well, you have Frank the Tank almost almost dropped to an and one clip on a basic baseline move. It was like, yo, shit, this shit is ugly. Yeah, man. <laughs> if I do Frank the Tank and I guard a fucking ghost name. But uh, yeah, it was. It was, for me, watching the game, it showed the importance of DeAndre Aiden because he mm-hmm. was in foul trouble big time. But when he's on the court, you know, he's, he's a presence. He's getting the rebounds. He's running the floor. He's hitting the uh, jumpers. He's doing efficient. it all. And the, hey, yeah, super efficient. But when he went out, it was like, hey, layup city because ain't nobody here to block shit. Giannis got Lord. busy with Duncan. Then Drew Holiday started hitting threes finally. So uh, I'm with you, Killer. This game on Wednesday is equally important to the Suns as it is the Bucks. I think the winner of this game wins it. I really do. I think I think if Phoenix if Phoenix can get it to where they got the home court advantage back, you know, tied up, headed back to Phoenix. I think that matters. And I think that I think if Milwaukee goes up three one, Phoenix can't win three. So. Other way around. Other way around. What you mean? It's oh, well, the Suns go up three one. The Suns three up, three one up. It's two one Milwaukee. Two, two one. Yeah, I think you said it. You said it backwards. It's two one Suns. Hell no! You've been working too much, nigga. <laughs> I thought it was two one Milwaukee. Hell no! Nah, other way. <laughs> <laughs> Where you at with it, Dizzle? I still think it's Suns and Six, man. Uh, I feel like you you can't overreact too much off of one game because Giannis been balling the whole series. Mm-hmm. It's more so what is Chris Middleton going to do? What is Drew Holiday going to do? Because the Suns, what, Booker had a horrible game. Chris Ooh. Paul had a decent game. But uh, that's not going to happen for the rest of the series. You know what I'm saying? They that's held not being it. talked about a lot either, though. That injury Giannis took. And to be hooping like he's hooping now. He hooping. A hyperextension. I, I did that in high school. That was I was out four or five weeks before I felt right. He's yeah. out 10 days. And he looking he looking healthy. He, you would never thought he was injured. And um, free throws. <laughs> we'll see if that is – he 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 got to keep hitting them because if he start missing again, that's the don't whatever he's been doing don't that none of that matter. But yeah, they play they play better they play better in Milwaukee. Suns did what they were supposed to do at home. They just gotta they if they still won, of course it's a wrap. But even if they yeah. don't, I still got the Suns in six. Chris Paul will figure it out, and Devin Booker got to step up. Ooh wee! So, I mean, was, so so yesterday ahead. was Milwaukee's first win. Yes. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> I swear they won game two. I must have dreamed that shit. <laughs> you probably won on FanDuel. That's all you care about is your Literally. bottom line. <laughs> I, I wake up. I don't even watch Sports Center. I wake up to see if I got a if I got a deposit some money or if I'm still rolling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you brought it up with Devin Booker. He was, what, three for 14, 10 points yesterday? 
that totally that, that game totally changed the notes. You know what I'm saying? Like the notes was does Devin Booker have next? You know, I got this conversation going with one of my dudes, like, why Devin Booker be getting these Kobe calls? Like, man, you'll like, never hear me say that shit. He do be getting Kobe calls. No, no, I'm, I'm okay. I see what you're saying now. Like from the refs, yes, 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 definitely. Yes. I thought you were talking about like the analyst saying he's the next Kobe type right. shit. I'm, I'm saying you'll never hear me say that because he ain't done shit to get that comparison. He can score, he can score when he wants to, but there's nights like last night that shit was horrible. Horrible. I found, was, I found myself watching a Devin, a Devin Booker documentary on YouTube this week. It, it scrolled up as like a. 20, 25, 30 minute talking about him in high school and it just like what they had is like he's probably one of the last players that was like with Kobe and I like had a relationship with Kobe and the younger generation and, and his youth and how he's dad, all this stuff. And after I watching that documentary, I'm with you this. I'm like nigga had like one amazing game and he got put into a he got put into a class that he ain't quite there for yet. Not so, yet. Yeah. I mean he can, he can't do it. The potential is there, but like he ain't done it enough yet. He ain't get them Kobe calls last night because Monty Williams straight went to the press conference talking about, yeah, man, the Bucks shot a uh, Giannis shot more free throws than our entire team. So you already know how that's about to go in Game Four. They about to start getting that whistle in their favor. That's how it always worked. Phil Jackson yeah. used to do it. Uh, Pat Riley used to do it. All the OG coaches pulled that move. Like, look, man, we need more foul calls so we can get to the bucket. And and Booker was breaking free throws too. And Mikael Bridges was MIA. The only dudes that played good basketball was uh, Jay Crowder and Aiden. And even CP3 was just average at best. But like you said, there's a, we can't count on that to happen every game. So mm-hmm. they need to step up and win this John on was it Wednesday if they really want mm-hmm. this chip. It said they can they can lose. It can go two to two. Mm. I, and I still I want think, it to two. I want game seven. I want game seven for my own entertainment. Yeah. And I'm still kind of torn because as much as I want Chris Paul to get a ring, it would be dope to see Giannis get one. <laughs> like this is the only finals I am torn on who to root for. I don't I don't know who I want to win at this point. CP. CP. I'm rooting for all those times that like you would go to like a Burlington or Value City of your youth. And they have like a random Phoenix Suns shirt that your mom would buy it for you. Like I had a random Phoenix ass Suns jacket, a random Phoenix ass like starter jacket. I had a random Phoenix uh, t-shirt. Like I went to the, the Western Conference <laughs> Championship. Like shit. I used to love the random apparel, nigga. I used to love the random apparel in high school and middle school because you know it's always the Bulls. Everybody always got something the Bulls, and then yeah. you know what I'm saying it'll be. The, the Knicks, the Yankees, and then whatever city you live in. Like, those are the things that you see in your town all the time. So I always saw it was dope because my aunt, she stay in Jersey. So she would send me, like, Met stuff and stuff like that or, like, the Islanders, like shit that we didn't have in Ohio. So yeah. you, know, you talk about Value City and Burlington and everything like that, having shit from cities that we ain't never even going think about going to. I used to love rocking them shit because ain't nobody else have them. If you needed a Charlotte Hornets, anything, it was there. <laughs> it was there. That's facts. It was, and it was never the main player. It was always the role player jersey. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I got the Bugsy Bulls, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Man, so I was talking about House of Highlights, that's exactly how I consumed the Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier fight, man. Did y'all check it out? Yeah, I watched that shit live, boy. How's that computer working out for you? Still working? Hey, okay, <laughs> My shit'll be all right, bro. I've been doing this for decades. Come on now. <laughs> I am a product of LimeWire. You don't know who you mess with. <laughs> yeah, I am a product of LimeWire too. Shouts out to my homie Peanut. Broke many of his computers. <laughs> we used to be downloading shit left and right. Even when that nigga was in class, we'd break into his room and download shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My wife, my wife's computer went from like a Mary J R and B computer to like live wire smut everywhere. Tore that computer <laughs> down. That computer didn't last six months. <laughs> yeah, man. But now I watch I watch that fight live, man. Why ain't y'all check it out? Man, I wasn't paying. I wasn't paying it, but I but I pulled a killer. I watched the highlights. Matter of fact, uh-huh. I was able to catch the entire fight on YouTube before they took it down. The very mm. next morning. The whole oh. first round. Even look, man, yeah. the the storyline is oh, Connor broke his leg, Connor broke his leg. Why ain't the storyline Connor was getting his ass whooped? Ass whooped. He, he just the king of talking shit in that in that field. So like he he get that talk shit pass, but he was getting his ass whooped. I mean, I saw some of the like most of the highlights from it, and it looked like he was eating a bunch of shots, and just mm-hmm. wasn't he wasn't the Connor that he used to like that I've seen in the past at least. And uh, uh, it just the, the the breaking of the foot, ankle, leg, whatever it was, uh, just is kind of like the 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 pass of like. I was I would have beat your ass if I didn't break my foot. Like nah, bro, you was getting your ass beat, and <laughs> that's that's what you say when you can't get up. Like I would have beat your ass if I could get up. Like <laughs> <laughs> that shit was hilarious. That after the fight, like it was so many funny things after the fight. I mean, the fact that Joe Rogan was just sitting on the ground with this nigga doing an interview was funny to me. Like yo, <laughs> really sitting on the ground doing an interview, and then. Connor started talking big shit like your wife sent me DMs right now. Like, yo, yeah. yo, you, you, you're on one leg. Like, if he bum rush you, you can't run. <laughs> right. You wild boy, man. I think wow. nah, that's he's smart though, man. I think uh Ronda, I saw Ronda Rousey said it. Like, he is top at uh what's it called? Promoting his next fight. That's yeah. what he was doing. Yeah. Talking that shit from the ground, nigga, with your broken. <laughs> His shit was dangling, but he is still in. I'm promoting my next fight, nigga. We starting this shit now, so yeah. don't, don't be surprised. A year or two down the line, we get a what's it, Poirier, McGregor four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw. Go ahead. I'm about, I'm about to ask, did y'all see the Ocho Cinco? Uh, he had the fifty thousand dollar bet and lost face, and he I guess they losing bets. Yeah, this is like his second his second one on Connor, and then he had another one. In the presser, asking dude like, "Before I put this bread on, you got this shit right, yeah." And then they show the highlighted dude getting knocked the fuck out, and he on the sideline like, "Yo," so it sounded like he done lost a good six figures on uh Connor though. So. Ooh we y'all think how many fights y'all think Connor got left in the UFC? He got one more bad loss because he done lost his last two. He done lost. I'm looking at it now. He done lost four of his last seven. Yeah, man. But he still I, don't I, get treated as such. Right, right. Highest I'm paid a, athlete. 
Because like Dizzle said, he the king of shit talking, king of promotion. Like I just think that at some point the general public has to wisen up. We gotta wisen up. We gotta wise up to Floyd Mayweather. We know you're not gonna beat nobody up. You're gonna box him to death, and that's gonna be that. You're not gonna knock nobody out. And we gotta wisen up to the fact that Conor McGregor ain't the same fighter he was since he got that big payday from Floyd. You know, mm-hmm. he like he can go, he can stop doing UFC and go to WWE and cash the same checks and take <laughs> far less punishment or do the mm-hmm. exhibition fights and make money. Like That's I don't think it's gonna last too much longer. Like yo, and UFC that shit real. Like you really want to be kicking and getting beat up for your money, or you want to act like it in the WWE? I would I'm, rather act like it and cash that check. With the with the uh, changes from like our childhood to now of how sports is covered in general, even with like the ESPN thing, like I it, all all this stuff makes me think like I, I wonder how this next generation of athletes are going to retire because I I feel like this whole Jake Paul, Logan Paul, these type of exhibitions like. You're going to see people transitioning into, like, I'm going to get a bag however I can. I saw, I saw Currency once say he, in the interview that he is booked on 420 for the rest of his life because he got weed raps on. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he got that weed rap. So he got a job on 420 every year till he's done with it. I got pilot talk. This, these, these, like, high-paid, high-exposure people, like, they they don't want to ever turn that switch off, so they're just gonna transition that exposure to something else. And then, you know he's gonna be fighting the Nate Robinsons. The you know he's gonna, it's, gonna, it's gonna be a. I'm just curious to see how they call it quits. How how the Tom Brady's on down retire? Like when do they really does the game force them out, or do they just you know ride the next wave and don't? Because like I don't see people just sitting down. They always find a way to get into their craft or doing something. So yeah. They always do. So we had a young goat show up. I don't want to butcher her name. She won Man, the I've spelling bee. I've been waiting for bee. you to say this. Yeah. <laughs> Come Why? On, what, Dizzle? <laughs> uh, Zyla. I had that part. Yeah. <laughs> we just going to call her Zyla. <laughs> now we got we to pay homage to the young goat. We got to get her name right. Is it avant-garde? I, I don't know. That sound right to me, but that ain't what they were saying on ESPN. Oh, no. <laughs> but anyway, y'all know who we talking about. The young goat. She won the script Spelling Bee. She's also a Guinness Book World Record holder and also looks like she can play some freaking basketball. Man, Yo. That, that you know was what's, a shocker. Y'all was about to say, you know what's crazy is we see that, you know, she won a script spelling bee. Oh, okay, that's what's up. And then them basketball highlights come on, niggas. It's like, yo, she everywhere <laughs> with that basketball highlights. <laughs> like power dribble, elite power dribble. Like, <laughs> yeah, like she's she, next level. She already, she already got it. She so, got was, next, man, for sure. That was dope for me and for her to say, you know, uh, we'll see. I might, I might work at NASA, you know, we'll see after all these basketball dreams and all these other things. I might, I might go holler at NASA real quick because I can do that too. So she just wanted them go getters, man. That shit was dope. I made sure my girls watched all that news clips. Like, y'all got to see this, see this girl excelling in multiple things and being okay with herself, however she want to be doing what she want to do. So that was super dope. I went down a rabbit hole uh, watching her basketball highlights, 
So, like, her dad is, like, giving her times tables and not normal times tables. Like, he's, what's 368 times 5,988 while she's dribbling on a unicycle, like, in the living room, like, balancing it. And, like, she's just spitting it out, like, da 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 dribbling with both hands. I'm like, yo, what's he going <laughs> on here? He's one of those gift. She's gifted. I, I don't yeah. know how you learn that. She got whatever was supposed to get to her. She's a prodigy. She is Beethoven. You know, she's right. all of that. Because, like, we've right. seen, like, we've seen the basketball juggles, the two or three or four. Man, the one I video saw, she has six <laughs> going, like, three on each hand and with diagonal throwing them to a T. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. At 14. <laughs> she only 14, man. That's the part. That's the part. And it ain't even gimmicky. Team. She can dribble, but she can hoop. She was yeah. hitting the Euros. She's getting buckets. She's throwing dimes. So... And she said the spelling is not her main thing. This is her side <laughs> thing. This is like an hors d'oeuvre. I'm yeah, like, man, she is. Yeah, she's she the one. Man. That's her I like to draw when I go home. Props to her, man. Do y'all got <laughs> yeah. any uh, spelling bee stories? Uh, I got third place in, I believe, was it the fourth grade spelling bee? I don't even remember what I missed. I think it was something pretty simple. I was nervous, but that was my spelling bee career. (laughs) Mine is one and done. I missed Arkansas in like fourth grade, fifth grade. I I didn't get Arkansas right, so it was that's my only ever ever spelling bee. It was like (laughs) it was like class spelling bee. Winner got like a piece of party on Friday type shit, and I was like, oh, round one, I was out. So. My wife is a is a spelling bee uh, guru. That was her thing. She used to do really? a lot. Travel around egg. with it. Goose egg on this side. Spelling wasn't my thing then. It ain't my thing now. <laughs> like, right. yo, like, I, we had one at our school. Like, it was like there was coming through, like, trying to find, like, gifted children like that. And, uh, you know, you, you do your little turn or whatever. And it's like, okay, Kevin, keep moving. <laughs> you, you just you just go ahead and play. <laughs> yeah. Right. You got it. <laughs> nah, this is this is one of those stories where I was inspired. Like, yo, this lady got it, man. That is super dope, man. So y'all watching anything new on TV? What's good? Hell, I didn't even watch basketball. You know the answer on my end. <laughs> I uh the wife. Why I tried to get me to watch. So people at work were talking about this whole sex life thing on Netflix. Um, the wife, I guess, her her pack of friends was talking about it. So she was watching it, tried to explain it to me pre-wedding, uh, like pre, pre-ceremony music at the wedding yesterday. And she almost lasted the entire mix trying to get this story out of how about this show that, I, that she knew I wasn't going to watch. So I was sitting there like, yo, this is getting a little... I gotta start getting ready for this ceremony. How much longer are we gonna hear about this show that I'm not gonna watch? But uh, <laughs> I need some shows because I don't. It's gonna be weekday watching TV for me. My weekend is gonna be shot, and that's usually when I can really knock out a whole bunch of TV. So, but I, I need something because uh, these uh, basketball about to be over. Yeah, gonna be a gap. It's gonna be a gap where you know I can only watch so many Reds games a week. Um, it's just gonna it's just gonna be tough on the sports end, so I'm gonna need to get into something. I need need to find something to watch. I done, I finished up Lupin. That was that shit was cool. Yeah, oh, I, I gotta finish that. I gotta finish that. I'm, 
There you go. Yeah, I'm, was I'm, cool. on, I'm on episode three of that. See, I don't think I'm a, a finished manifest though, because uh, as you know, that shit got canceled. And I keep seeing, uh, what's that show? Uh, Ozark on Twitter. I know y'all see like the little promo ads. I don't click on them, but it'd be like 15 shows that got canceled. That's and Ozark, it is okay because I always see the Ozark picture on there, and I'm like, yeah, bro, they, I, they do that on purpose to make you click on it because you link like me, not Ozark. What's going on? Nah. Yeah. It's here. That's it's the here. that. That's the residuals of you watching the fight, Dizzle. That's all that is. That's okay. Just, that's that's, that's, <laughs> that's the residuals. <laughs> Man, cause yeah, I, I shit. I'm ready for Space Jam. That should drop uh Friday, I Friday. believe. Yeah. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Cause I, I ain't got nothing on my on my list, my watch list. I've just been playing video games and waiting for basketball to come on. Shit, basketball about to end soon. Thank goodness we got the Olympics. That'll that'll hold us mm. over with some sports too. Yeah. But uh, you Shit. know, uh, go ahead. Niger- Nigeria, let's talk about that. Let's oh, talk, talk about it. it. I I just don't understand. I don't understand how people, you know, these uh world class players can uh, it, it just looks like they they just show up like we just better and we can just get it done and without any camaraderie, any kind of. Any kind of uh, game plan is like, hey, go isolate and go do you and we'll win. And I think the world of basketball has changed so much that, you know, it ain't just to where only a few countries got a basketball. Like, everybody can pretty much – they've grown up hooping now. You know what I'm saying? They done got to that point. So, USA got to get together. I know it's exhibition style, but uh, that's a lot of big-name players out there getting getting, – Hooped on KD with the nasty got the dunk blocked by some no name dude, just some big African. That shit was funny as fuck. Let's talk about how uh, <laughs> how Bam out of bio is Nigerian, yeah, and, and chose to play with Team USA and got and trolled, <laughs> got trolled by the Twitter account. And you know, he's got three Miami Heat players play for the Nigerian team, like. Yeah. That's crazy. So, and shouts out to Mike Brown, former coach with the Cleveland Cavaliers and assistant coach for the Warriors is the head coach for the Nigerian team. So, you know, he out here doing his thing, man. Nice little upset. But uh, I think they'll be fine, man. They got like three or four more tune-up games before the actual Olympics tips off. They, hey, I say they're going to be fine. I should say they better be fine. They better bring back that goal. (laughs) Or right. it's going to be some smoke in the city, man, for sure. And for KD. <laughs> yeah. It's KD coming off. Stay on KD neck. Bruh, I need the superstars to act like it. You know, exactly. we had LeBron run through the East for 10 years straight. You go there and you can't get rid of Giannis. And you got James Harden on your team, bruh. That was a blip in his resume, and if he with the squad that they got right here in USA, they got a good squad. It's not like they got scrubs on their team. If they don't pull through, KD, I would say, is the leader of that squad. It's on him. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, man, Can't argue with you. As for me with the TV thing, man, I ain't been watching nothing like out of the ordinary. I'm still watching my – my my all American, my uh the shy, been watching that. But uh a show that I know y'all niggas ain't gonna watch, but that has caught my attention and my brother has already watched 
It's called Cruel Summer. It came on, uh, I forget what network. It came on Freeform. Uh-oh. Yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those. <laughs> but my brother watches everything, man. That's, that's like a, a character flaw that he has. He'll, he'll watch anything. But he, t- he keeps telling me it's good. It's good, bad TV. So, you know, it's the middle of the summer. I go ahead and watch it. I, I, I report back to y'all. <laughs> What's it about? I don't what, know. Summer? That's not that uh, zombie show you was talking about? No, that's Black Summer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was close. Very, very, very. No, I think it's about uh, two girls that uh, one, like, try, steals the other's identity or some shit like that. So... I'm a fox with it. I'm gonna give it a shot. Check it out. I ain't doing shit else. It's raining outside. I ain't doing nothing. Oh, I, speaking of that, Dizzle. Not that I'm hooping. I'm shooting around. Where is the spot that you'll be hooping at that I can come shoot around at? Uh, well, shit. We was hooping yesterday, man. Good run. I, I go to Wayne. Like I actually, indoor, I, indoor. I got yeah that left knee. That I, left knee. I've been bougie. I haven't played outdoors in I don't know how long. <laughs> I be I'm indoor air, air conditioned, yeah. The bougie hooper. I be uh at Wayne. One of my homies is the coach, I believe, of the JV team, assistant of varsity, I believe. Um, and he always hit me up whenever he unlocked the doors and get a good run in. So you can come. Uh, they gonna be trying to be like, yo, you you out here? You 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 running? You just gonna shoot shoot over there? Yeah, I'm over here. I'm over That's, here. Yeah. Uh, Right. I can't even say I can't even say bring your fat friend to grab rebounds. That's, that's how I heard my calf was <laughs> just rebounding. I was stretching out for a rebound and stretched the calf and was just like there just to literally grab rebounds. I'm like, nah, fuck, I'm done with that shit. I'm, I golf. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I let you know because he tried to do it <clears throat> either like once a week. Once every other week, and they be some good runs, man. Once you see niggas out there, you gonna have to hop in one. No, I definitely don't want no good <laughs> runs. I don't want that. I don't want that. Ain't nobody about to be like embarrassing me. I, I, I take shit I... personal. They be out here dunking too. A couple of them be dunking. Yeah. They won't dunk on me. Because <laughs> I'm not jumping. Have. I'm not in the way. I ain't none of that shit. Like, I, it ain't like I'm like, oh, yeah, you ain't gonna dunk on me, nigga. Trust me, that's not gonna happen because I'm not gonna be nowhere near it. You need a good military base, kid. I wish I still had base access because, like, you go to the gym on base, you're going to get like three soldiers that show up that's in prime shape, and then you're going to get like seven retirees that just need to get out there and exercise. So it's like, let the, let the three or four youngest check each other. We're going to walk up the court and let them go at it. So. There <laughs> you go. Them base that's runs, from what I remember, the base runs used to be good too. I'm in this little yeah. Facebook group. Uh, where they be damn near going to the base every day playing and not be ready to join in, but I don't know them personally and I don't got a base ID. So it's all about the times. If you go to the like eight, nine o'clock, you're gonna get the good run. You go to the base gym about five, six o'clock in the evening. Uh, that, okay. That's when you get all, all people off work that just need to go exercise for 30 minutes and then get up out of there. So that's where I'm at with it. That's where I'm at with it. I'm not even at that. I'm not even that. I need. I'm a step before you even get to that. I need right. to be able. To, I got to just get my touch back. Like, I am not hooping until I can get somewhere 
where I can actually make some shots. Like, yo, I'm not about to be out here airballing left and right because that's exactly what would happen if I actually just said, hey, I'm going to just show up and play basketball today. It's yeah. going to be ugly for You got to get out there, man. The first couple nah. games I was not, you know, didn't have my touch, was gassed. I was like, God, Lee, I'm out of shape. But now I think I got my legs under me. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back in the form, man. I was out here balling, balling yesterday. See, oh, see or not. Now, if that happens, I come out there, they're gonna be looking at you like, Dizzle, you brought this nigga? I, I'm I'm saving you. I'm saving you from <laughs> ridicule. You know what I'm nah, saying? Yeah, you they'd be like, Dizzle, y'all brought the nigga that only hoop on the side. Like, yeah, yeah. Every everybody that's out there can't play. You may be the worst one, but you'll be all right. They just won't pass you the ball. See, nah, nah, nah. I can't be the worst. I can't, my pride won't let me be the worst. <laughs> my pride won't let me do that. So I got to be, I can't, I'm obviously not going to be the best, but I got to be, a, if it's 10 niggas out there, I got to be at least in the top seven. See? <laughs> the, no, no, no. The, I got to be top seven. I can't be the worst. I can't be down there at the bottom eight, dog. The reason I don't hoop no more is because I'm not going to ever give top seven effort. <laughs> like, like, I'm At not this gonna right, go that's out all there. I got is effort. <laughs> I'm not going to go out there and be like, I'm about to try to lock somebody up today because, like, that's going to require me to really be gassed. And I'm like, I don't want to be gassed like that playing basketball, especially in the position where I ain't hooped in so long like that to where it's like, in my mind, like, man, I used to be able to at least drop 10 confidently. You know, now yeah. it's like, I don't want to be a dude out there. We on the eighth possession and I'm just running. Like, nah, bruh. I ain't gonna. I don't want to do that. I want yeah, to hoop. I'm a hoop. So. Yeah, my pride, <laughs> my pride will get in the way. To, to I end up hurting somebody. Like somebody, <laughs> somebody embarrass me, and I'll file the shit out of them just because. Like fuck that. Uh, revenge, nigga. Oh, you got the bucket. Here's a hard ass foul. Oh, you got stitches. Too bad, nigga. Like that's how. I, that's how I was raised, dog. I'm sorry, my pride will. So, like I said, you hoop, I shoot around. And so I, I let you know. When he opens the gym again, I will let you know. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, there it is. Another episode of You Can't Make This Up podcast. Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. Uzi Hoopers. We out <laughs> the next week. <laughs> Peace.